people who've played a part in, 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 in the lives of all of our seniors. Uh, we have uh, a 17-minute video that we'll share after worship tonight. I want you to stay around, and it's... Um, it's neat. It's neat to see that the kids as they've grown up, baby pictures up. There's probably going to need to be some tissues kicked around, but it's really good. Um, I want to share a few things um, t- uh, tonight with you, uh, a few stories, a few passages. If you want to turn to Psalms chapter 1, that's where we're going to begin. Um, I think a little bit differently now that I'm a parent. Um, I say things sometimes that I'm like, where is that coming from? Man, I sound like my mom, you know. Uh, but I think differently now. And sometimes I say things that may be cliche, but man, they're so true. And the older I get, the truer they seem. Um, but, you know, I, I talked today, and you've got all these families that are here, and, you know, we talked about some of those milestones. You know, the day that you were born. Before these seniors were born, these parents prayed for them. Um, for probably, probably harder than they've ever prayed. I know what that feels like. Um, their first words, okay, there probably weren't videoed near as much. Our cell phones weren't as cool back then. Um, first steps, that first church visit, um, that first tooth loss. A lot of these kids went to love and learn um, together. There's a few pictures of that. Um, I think about parent, you parents and the sleepless nights that you stayed up with these kids, the prayers that you prayed for them, the first day of school and all the church activities and, and all the milestones. And, and you guys are approaching another one as you graduate and uh, as you move on uh, in your life to another chapter. But I want, I want to read a few things um, from Psalm chapter 1. I want to say a few things tonight to seniors, especially, but everyone, especially in this sense, to seniors. Um, you're, you're, you're entering into a time in your life where it is the easiest time to disconnect from church. Um, it's no secret. Statistics tell us that. 18 to 24 typically is the time where most kids uh, can disconnect and can come into a place where they lose their faith. And I want to challenge you with a few things tonight. And uh, hope you'll take something from that. This is a little cliche, but number one point I want to make tonight, uh, as, as you go forward in your life, uh, I want to challenge you to be careful who you let in your inner circle. And, you know, I know you guys have heard that, and we talked about that this morning, and that is so something you've heard over and over and over again. But, man, how, how true is that? I want to read uh, Psalms chapter 1 real quickly. Starting in verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And all that he does, he prospers. I want to challenge you in your life to, to, to have an inner circle that loves the Lord. Um, as you as you move on, the young these seniors especially have heard me talk a million times, and they know where I'm going with this. About you better marry a Christian, you better marry someone who loves the Lord more than you do. And I want to challenge you guys, not just in that, but in your friend sets, your best friends. You know, have friends that are going to help you along the way. It's so hard being a Christian. We we did something and we started, and a lot of you haven't seen this, but a lot of you have. Where we have. This tradition, we have a luncheon, and we had it today, and the seniors write a letter, the parents write a letter to their senior. 
which ends up being sometimes kind of an ugly cry fest. But it's beautiful. And they write, these are our hopes. These are our dreams for you. And so many parents said, listen, I'm not going to tell you life's going to be easy because it is not. But it's possible, and I want you to stay connected to God. And just resounding over and over and over again, we kept hearing, stay connected to God, stay faithful, put God first. And it just kept coming up. And I want to challenge you with the same thing. So number one tonight, be careful who your, who your friends are. And you know, that's so simple, but man, so true. Uh, if we're going to make it through this life, we're going to make it to heaven, we're going to need help. Challenge you to find those people who are going to help you in that. Um, number two, uh, I'll challenge you to arm yourself. Um, 1 Peter 5.8 tells us that the devil is a roaring lion and he's seeking to devour us. And I want to challenge you um, to arm yourself. Uh, turn to Ephesians chapter 6 really quickly. Ephesians 6. We were at Disney World this week. I said it today, the most magical place in the world, unless you're an adult, I guess, or had to drive there. Um... But, you know, I thought a lot, I, th- uh, I may think about Disney World a little differently than a lot of folks, but I was just excited. My, my daughter met every princess that Disney's ever thought about making. You know, it, she spent time with them, they kissed her, and she did, it was heaven for her. Um, I spent a lot of time this week thinking about you seniors, thinking about what I'm going to say, and also just kind of thinking about the world. And uh, was experienced, you know, being from a small town, it's a little different when you go somewhere and you get out into a big place. Number one, you go through Atlanta and you're saying, like, where do all you people live? You know, where's all this traffic coming from? It kind of freaks you out a little bit. But uh, I was walking through the park this week and just kind of just being reminded that the devil is at work. It's obvious. Um, and as I think about this text right here, and I think about, you know, where you guys are going. You know, some of you guys, are, there's a couple going to Freed Hardeman, a couple going to UNA, uh, going to Knoxville, going to Heritage, uh, going to Army, going, going so many different places. No matter where you go, I want you to arm yourself, okay? I want to read this text, Ephesians chapter 6, the armor of God text. Verse 10, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Verse 16, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. I want to challenge you to to arm yourself um, and to know that the devil wants your soul and he wants your time and be, be thinking about it now, how you're going to arm yourself. I think I've seen some, there's some pictures of Anthony and Ryan and Will and foot, as their football seasons come to an end. There's some pictures because that's a good memory for them. And, um, you know, I just imagine a kickoff. Imagine a kickoff and Ryan's back to, to field it, okay? No pads on. All right, Ryan, do you want to do that? 
He's, he's shaking his head. No, you don't. Nobody wants to do that. Arm yourself. Be prepared for that. I want to challenge you to go ahead and put that armor on that we just talked about in Ephesians chapter 6. Um, the devil is roaring lion. Arm yourself. Okay? Um, number three, I want to challenge you to learn to lean on God because that's not natural. Proverbs chapter 3. Turn over there, please. This is one of my favorite texts in all of Scripture. And we wrote this. And when I say we, I mean my wife because her writing is legible. Um, Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. I love this text. Write it on your heart. Underline it in your Bibles. Um, Listen to this. Learn to lean on God. Verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And as I think about this, you guys listen to this. I mean, I just think... You know, what, what, do I, what would I want someone to tell my daughter or my family or every one of you? If someone else was speaking, what would I want them to say? I want them to say this. Verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. I challenge you to, to, to try to do that in your life. Um, there's going to be times in your life where you don't know what to do. And, you know, it's not a matter of if, but when life gets difficult. Turn, turn to God. Turn to God during those times. So many times it seems people lose their faith in these difficult times, and, and we forget God. We kind of lose God in that busyness. And God's Word is saying, don't lean on, lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me. You know, and that's, that's my challenge to you guys. To, to learn to lean on God right now. Start praying with Him. Start talking with Him. Uh, moving on. Number four, never lose your faith. I missed it this morning as we were preparing for the meal, but I know Barry talked about not giving up. And um, like I said, there's going to be some things that happen in your life that are going to make you want to give up. Um, never lose your faith. Hebrews chapter 11. Turn over there. This will be our last text tonight. Um, Hebrews 11. Everybody knows that this is the hate, the face Hall of Fame. And um, so many wonderful people, all the mighty people in Scripture show up in this text. About 20 times you see in this, in this passage, by faith, by faith, by faith, Enoch, Abel, Noah, Abraham, all these people, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. And it's kind of as you read it, you're like, all right, I get it, I get it, I get it. But listen to this, by faith. If you're going to make it in this life, if you're going to make it at the end of your journey where, you, where, where one day you hear, good, well done, thy good and faithful servant, it's going to be by faith. Okay, as it starts here in Hebrews 11, it says that faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. It also goes on to verse 6 and says that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. By faith, by faith. As you, as you think about it in your life, I want to challenge you to think about your inner circle, to arm yourself against the devil, to lean on God, and, and to have faith. Man, and to not and to not give up in this. Um, I've worked with this group, and I've got a few pictures where uh, I was a lot skinnier, didn't have any hair on my face. We got some pictures from camp back in the day. 
Um, I, I was thinking about this group uh, and Danny and Ryan. I, I remember, and you know, some of these kids went to Love and Learn together. I remember some of them went to North, the Old North. Some of them went to Paris South. But I had this thing that I used to do back in the day. On their birthday, I would take them lunch to school. And it doesn't sound like a big deal, but if you eat in school lunch all the time, some of y'all had summer birthdays and you're like, man, mom, why couldn't we do... Anyway, but I'd take like a personal pan pizza or something going to school. And I remember being at Paris South one day and it was Ryan or Danny's birthday. All right, and I went in there, had a personal pan pizza. And if you want to be a big deal at elementary school, just show up with pizza, okay? And I did that and I showed up. And I, I, I just sit at the table, and, the, you know, these kids are like, I don't know who this older guy is, but he's got food. We need to go to his church, you know. But I would, I would go and hang out, and I remember, I remember overhearing this girl saying, this girl said, who is that guy? And there was a girl at the end of the table that said, oh, that, that's one of the Smotherman's brothers. <laughs> and, um, you know, the more I think about it, I, I am. I am the Smotherman's brothers. And Carter White, and Will Duncan, and Molly Willie, right? We're connected by the blood of Jesus. So, I mean, I laughed at that kind of, and then I was thinking, well, I kind of am. But we don't, can't feed every kid at school, but we are connected in that way. And you seniors, we're proud of you. We're so proud of you. And I want to challenge you as you move forward to just think about these things. You've heard it before. Your parents are praying for you. Some of them are fixing to go through a hard time with you leaving the nest. I can only imagine how hard that is. All right, come home. Some of you aren't going very far to school. Come home, okay? We want to see you, okay? We want to see you do great things. Jesus sent out 12 this year. We're sending out 10. And I feel pretty good about it. I feel good about it. And I, I want to challenge you as you grow, as you come back, I hope to see that growth. And I want, I want to ask the congregation, if you're going to be praying for these seniors, or if, you ever, if, if they ever need anything, if you're going to be there for them, will you please raise your hand? If they need you, I want you all to look around. You've got a body that's right here for you. That's what the church is supposed to be about. That's what this church is about. You're not alone in your fight. I want you to know that. Families, I'm glad that you're here. I know that's not a normal lesson where you have a response, but um, I, just challenging tonight for you to think about where you're at, where you're going, and um, being connected to God through that story. Um, we're glad you're here. We're going to finish up. I'm going to offer the invitation and um, sing a few songs and have a chance to take the Lord's Supper, but don't go anywhere. We're going to show the video in here, and you won't want to miss it, okay? Excited about offering the invitation tonight, and we'll stay here all night. Love to have a baptism tonight. If you're here and you need the prayers of the church, there's nothing greater than we can do tonight than pray for you. And if you have any need, come as we stand and sing together tonight.